Being over 18 can be fun. Then there are just times where you just don't want to be an adult. holders thank you for coming back to my show if you're new thanks for coming and joining me this is kind of like a relaunch of my podcast and basically it's because I wasn't really enjoying where it was at the beginning I feel like with this whole relaunch I can kind of think more about like the things I want to talk about and the things I want to do so I am currently sitting at my on my dining room table and I just had a Krabby Patty. I'm wrapped up in my favorite blanket, so I'm ready to go. I kind of have the feeling that like I don't want to go anywhere today because I already went to the gym this morning and I came back home and the last thing I want to do is have to get all dressed up again to leave my house. It is not something I want to do and also because I hate driving. I hate driving almost as much as I hate flying. Basically, it's just because um, I think I hate flying because it's kind of like a lack of control and I'm terrified to fall from 50,000 feet in the air and not sure if the pilot is going to get us onto a safe landing. Therefore, um, every time I fly, I've never flown alone. I've always had to have like someone holding my hand on the liftoff and the uh, landing. It's never been one of my best moments because of course I'm shaking and someone probably needs to give me a sleeping pill if I ever want to leave the country. But I also hate driving. This kind of contradicts things that I was trying to say in my last episode or last two episodes, I don't even remember. But um, I was saying I need to take another road trip. Road trips to me are a way to get the fuck away from wherever I am. And that is in the bum fuck of Indiana. I'm tired of this place. I've been here for so long. My favorite thing is to think about how I'm gonna leave. And I have been thinking like this since I was 16 years old and I'm still here. I have about eight, nine months left of graduate school at my university and then I'm out. I'm walking off the stage with my suitcase into my car to the airport to leave or maybe I'll drive to wherever I'm going because you know, I fucking hate airplanes sometimes. I'll get on it if it's gonna be like, it's a long ride, you know? If I went to Las Vegas or I went to South Padre Island, which, Uh, was a 22 hour drive and I was definitely not going to do that. However, I did take a road trip from Indiana to Colorado over the course of four days. Um, We chose my car because it was the most efficient one to use and we drove through Missouri, Kansas City and then all the way down to Colorado and then on our way back we went and stopped in Nebraska. Let me tell you, I am fully directionally challenged. By this, I mean I have no sense of direction. You can tell me north, south, east, and west, and I will legitimately form a compass in my head and think about it for a full 30 seconds before I can respond to you. And sometimes when people tell me that, I'm still like, I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to like write out directions for me or change whatever form, like method you're taking. Um, I, We'll say this for people who probably live in Kansas. There is one road, you guys probably know, because it's the one fucking road that goes from one point of the state to the other. We drove on one stinking road for over 500 miles. And the only thing that could get me through was listening to Kevin Hart. I turned on his, um, I don't even fucking know. It was some kind of 
one of his stand-up comedies. And it was really funny because the first one we listened to was like an hour and a half. And it was when he was married. And he was telling us a story about how it is being married and how he loves um, being around other married folks who've been around because they're the ones who fight. He hates being around newer couples because they're the ones who are still in the honeymoon stage and they're not as fun to watch. But then when we turn on the next one, because, you know, we're still like 200 miles left, like we got to do something that's going to make us feel better. And we turn on the next one and he's divorced. I was just like, oh, okay, well, there's a switch. So note to self, always listen to a podcast or a comedy show or something that can get you through because listening to two, three minute songs on repeat, you're going to run out of fucking songs when you're on a road trip for four days. So that's what we had to do. I loved driving through Colorado. The roads were nice. The air was fresh and I was in the passenger seat. I did not really drive that far. I don't think I really drove in Colorado until we left. So we're driving to Colorado. There wasn't too much traffic. The snow had not hit yet. The snow was coming in two days and we're going to get, we were the fuck out of there before that happened because I am not driving down a mountain in fucking snow and ice. It's not happening. I would have, I would have prolonged the road trip if we got caught in snow. I said, well, we're gonna be here until leaves because I'm not leaving this mountain. We went to Estes Park. So if anyone knows where Estes Park is, it's past Denver, past Boulder, it's up in the mountains. You're literally traveling like 12 to 20 miles up the mountain going on the curves. And I feel like people who live there think it's a race. For people who are used to going up and down those curves, they were pissed because as we're driving up, the elevation's changing. The car feels like it's getting harder to, you know, press on the gas, gas, wow, and move up the hill. And they were like on our asses, like their lights were matched up with mine, like they're ready to go. They're doing everything but honking because that's probably not something, not a smart thing to do when you're going up a mountain. But... As soon as we got onto like a narrow lane, they sped up to get around us so fucking fast. And normally I hate that. Like if that happened to me in Indiana, I would have been like, fuck you, I'm speeding up and I'm going around you just to piss you the fuck off because I had road rage. But when that happened, I was like, go ahead. Anybody else that wants to, anybody else who wants to just go around me, go ahead because you know, this is not, this is not the day to die. I'm not dying today. And of course, I was in the passenger seat. So I'm getting mad at my boyfriend who's driving. I'm like, oh my God, slow down. Why are you trying to kill us? And he's like, the people behind me are on my ass. Like they are going to run us off the mountain if I don't go a little bit faster. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I can't really, can't really um, get mad about that because it's not really your fault. I can get pissed off the people behind us, but I'm too freaked out to get pissed and start honking and yelling on my own. Driving down the mountain was terrifying. We left at about 6 a.m. It's still dark. They don't have lights like on the curves of the mountains and they also don't have many railings. And my boyfriend decides to, you know, he's gonna sleep. He's basically falling asleep the whole way down. He's only waking up when I'm like awkwardly breaking because I'm freaking the fuck out. And he makes this little comment. One comment you should never make to someone who is afraid of travel and who is behind the steering wheel and literally controls whether you live or die in the next 20 minutes driving down this mountain. He goes, 
Well, at least you can't see over the edge because it's just dark. So if you fall, you don't know when you're going to hit the ground. That is the worst fucking thing to tell me in this moment. Not only do I have a car that has its brights on behind me getting pissed because I'm going slow as fuck down this mountain, but now I have to worry about not going over the edge. It's so fucking close. Every time I saw that happen, I completely slow down and I try to like catch my breath. You know, like I'm trying not to die here. Like this is a beautiful mountain, but this is not where Aaliyah dies. And also there are signs around telling you to look out for wild animals. So now I'm worried that I'm going to be one of those people who freaks out because a deer is galloping across the road, you know, and it's nature because this is the mountains of Colorado. It's literally where they live. Like I'm the one who's trespassing. And I'd be the one to slam on my brakes, curve to the right, fall off the mountain, die fate, like head, car head forward. And it would be all my fault. I can't even blame it on the fact that someone else is driving because that was my fucking fault. I'm in control of the car. <sighs> anyway, I just want to let you guys know how freaked out and upset I am for driving because recently my mom got a new job as a clinical supervisor at a new hospital. Well, I, eh, it's not a new hospital, a new job at a hospital. She still works as an RN in the NICU. Go mom. I love her. Um, but she wanted me to go and have lunch with her. So I was like, okay, yeah, of course. Like we're, we're sitting outside, mind you. I'm not walking into this hospital and sitting down where all these sick people are. No, we, eat, we ate in her car. We, in the parking lot, like we ate outside. So I thought, you know, I got up, I worked out. I didn't have to do my hair because it's in braids. Thank God, because I hate doing my hair also because it takes forever, but I put Jane, like I put the name of the hospital in my GPS because I'm directionally challenged. So she always tells me it's off this one road. Like, you know, this one road that you pass all the time when you go to your campus. I'm like, mom, I don't know directions. If it's not the exit I get off to go to my campus, I'm not going to know what I passed. So I decide to plug in my Apple CarPlay. I have the GPS on the screen. I have a podcast playing. I'm feeling good. I thought, you know, I was gonna get there in like 25 minutes and all by myself. I felt like an adult. Fuck that. I end up at some kind of career center with a little clinic on the side. And I'm thinking, I'm like, my mom does not work here. There's no way. Like she talks about it being like a hospital. It's not a little clinic on the side of a career center. Also, why is my GPS telling me to go to a career center? I'm in fucking college. I know I don't have an actual career right now, but that's why I'm working. Okay. Anyway, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to text my mom. Mom might be on her lunch break already. I'm like a few minutes, like 10 minutes early, but you know, I don't know how her schedule works. She gets an hour lunch break. So I text her, I don't get a reply. I'm also very impatient. I, just like my mother and my grandmother, so I get it honestly, I have the need for instant gratification. If I don't get it then and I don't get it now, I do it myself and I'm just gonna be pissed off for like an hour. So then my mom doesn't text me within the next two minutes. So then I decide, you know what, easy peasy, I'm just going to look up the website, like I'm going to look up the hospital website, I'm going to get the, um, 
I'm going to get the address off there. I'll put it in my car. It's fine. I put it in. It's at seven minutes away. Fine. Seven minutes. Not that bad. Fine. Whatever. I'm going. So I go. I'm going. I get to this building that almost looks barren. Like there's like maybe 10 cars in the parking lot. Um, the name of the hospital is there. But I'm like, I don't see my mom's car. Like there's no... Like there's not another parking lot where it could be. I'm now in the middle of this town in an area that I'd never been before. And my GPS is steering me wrong. Like not, not only am I directionally challenged, but if I don't know where the fuck I am, I start getting pissed off for no reason. Cause it's no one's fault, but my own. And I know that. So then I get a text from my mom. She goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. I just saw this, you know, like it's been like 10 minutes by this point. So mom's like, oh crap. She's just like me. I got to tell her where she's got to go first. Um, so then she gives me the address. It's another seven minutes away. At first I'm thinking like, do I need to go back to the point where I just said my mom does not work? Like, am I the idiot now? No, it's another seven minutes further down the road. So I'm like, okay. She goes, if you drive off to the side, um, all the way down on the left side or something, you'll see my car. That's where I am. It's close to her office. So that's where I go. And she calls me and she goes, hey, so I just want to make sure that like you um, are on your way. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, mom, um, I'm on my way. I'm looking at the GPS right now. So isn't like five minutes away. But why didn't you tell me that there's six freaking locations for the place where you work? She goes, oh, no, there's only like two. No, mom. No, 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 no. As I was looking it up, I was trying to figure out which one it was. And it gave me all these fucking options. I could have been in Timbuktu by now. You gotta like, let me know where I'm going before I leave the motherfucking house. And she goes, well, you know, to be honest, I'm actually surprised you didn't just say fuck it and just go on to campus. And I said, I was so close, Ma. I was so fucking close to being like, forget it. I'll see her at home. I'm leaving. Um, but you know, I kind of want to go have lunch with my mom. And you know, I finally get there. She has that cheeky grin. It's like, my dad. And you know, it's my face. I can't get mad because that's the shit I do to other people. Like when things don't work out or if I had someone waiting like 30 minutes for me and I forgot to tell them I was going to be late coming to the destination and they're they're like, well, I've been in my car for 30 minutes. I almost said fuck it and leave. And then I'm over there like, my bad. So um, I decided to rein in. Aliza dumb bitch. She just doesn't, you know, directions are not good. I don't know why she keeps trying to go places on her own, but I do. And I have lunch with my mom. It's all good and dandy. She's telling me about her coworkers. Uh, I was, I met one of them and I thought I was like, I, okay. She started asking me about all these questions, all these questions about where do you go to school? How old are you? What are your interests? Yada, yada, yada. What are you going, like, why do you want to do this in school? What are your future goals? I thought I was unprepared for an interview for a job that I didn't even know what it was. Like she was asking, and then her response was like, well, I'm a mom, you know, I'm going to ask these things. Uh-huh, because I definitely think that a bunch of moms are going to ask random questions of their coworkers' kids just like this. Lady, that has never happened to me before, um, basically because my parents usually tell my whole life story. And so by the time I meet them, they already know like my whole life more than I even do. 
So this is really surprising. I'm like, wow, mom, I guess you haven't had enough time to, you know, tell them all about your kids yet, which is fine because I totally, uh, I think I get more upset when my parents do that because when I meet them, they're like, well, I hear you're at this school and I hear you have dreams of doing this. And I'm like, I don't know, do I? I don't know, it sounds cool. I mean, maybe one day, like you can tell me how that works because I don't even fucking know what I'm doing right now. And the, these people are always like, oh, I hear you're all, you're doing this. So you're at school for that. And I'm like, maybe. I don't know. I'm only 23, chill. I went to my campus and you know, I decided that I'm gonna start at Starbucks, get a drink from my boyfriend. Um, I usually hate saying I'm going to Starbucks just because I feel like it's such a basic thing to do. And that is usually what I make fun of other people for. Um, I think the most I've ever gone to Starbucks was when my best friend worked there and he would get drinks for me. I don't mean like he would buy drinks for me. I mean, like I would show up, not know what the fuck to get because I don't know many Starbucks drinks and I don't drink it that often, despite how much my mother drank it while growing up. Well, while I was growing up. Um, so every time I went there on camp, like the campus store, he would ring me up a random drink. I never know what I was getting by the time I got it. So it could be a hit and miss. Like it could be like, oh, this is the best fucking thing ever. Or like, this is shit. I'm going to give it to one of my roommates. But they have, which I didn't realize they had this all year long, but they have a caramel apple spice that is basically hot apple cider with whipped cream and caramel. And instead of being the person who just buys a gallon of caramel, caramel apple cider, um, I decide to spend what's worth two gallons on one cup. Why do I do this? I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking lazy. I don't, I don't know. I've only gotten a gallon of apple cider once this year, um, when I went to an apple orchard and I didn't even buy it. So I got the donuts, but I was definitely drinking the caramel apple cider or the apple cider that the other person bought. Um, here's why I felt like a jackass. So I'm driving, I'm getting pissed around the cars around me for being slow, for not using a turn signal, for having a broken taillight. And, um, I go up and I order my drinks. It's going to be like $9.97, whatever, but some, somewhere around that. Okay. It's, it's almost $10 for two drinks. Insane. Um, but when I go up to pay, the lady actually said that the car in front of me paid for me. I don't know how much difference that was going to be for the, their drinks in front of me. Um, I felt so stupid. I literally was like, my mood has changed a thousand percent. I, I didn't know what to say. So I was like, okay, well, how much is the car behind me at this moment? I don't know if I'm going to be like, whoops, I'll pay for half of it. I can't do the whole of it because I'm broke and I'm spending way too much money on these drinks already. And driving off, I probably wouldn't drive off. I don't think I have the mentality to drive off. In that situation, I would feel like I need to do something. But if it was gonna be more than my drinks, like, honey, I can't pay that much. She said that their drink was only $5. Therefore, this lady only got one drink one drink less than me. It's about $5 less than what I had to pay. You bet your ass that I paid for that car behind me. And I made sure that even though, you know, I kind of did it for me, not for her thing. I made sure to have the feeling like I'm so great. I pay for the car behind me or else it kind of just sounds like I got a discount. 
for the tea drinks. Like I had, it almost feels like I got to buy one, get one deal. Starbucks, I don't know how the rewards points work. Um, I don't have the app like my mom and some other people do, but I don't know if they do those. I know they do free drinks. My mom loves when she gets her free drinks, but a buy one, get one. First time I've ever gotten any kind of a reward or discount or something for Starbucks. And it wasn't even something that I completely earned. It was something that the car in front of me paid for mine. So I decided to pay for the car behind me or I would have paid equal value of what I was gonna do. So if there are drinks or whatever food and drink combo they're gonna get would be like 20 bucks. You bet your ass I'm only paying 9.87 because that's how much my drinks is gonna be. That kind of sounds shitty, kind of sounds like a bullshit bitchy move, but um, it worked out. So I don't even really have to think that much about it. And as I was driving, you know, I was like, ooh, I got my drink, I'm excited. I only had to pay $5. And then I see someone running towards me because, you know, they're doing like their daily workout. So they run like on whatever mileage they go. But what I don't understand when people do this is if there's a sidewalk right next to you, why not use it? Why are you running towards me? A car going 45 to 55 miles per hour. See, this is what, okay, driving... I know I've been talking about this for a fucking while, but people can relate to this. So people have road rage and, or they can get easily annoyed while driving. Easily, there's like two sides. I have the zoning out or open analyzing. So overanalyzing is like basically looking at everything that's happening on the road in front of you and just figuring out why. Like, why is this person doing this? Why is this person from Tennessee and Indiana? Like, why the, where is the attraction? I once saw a license plate visit Colorado and I said, get out of here. Don't stay here, leave. In comparison, we suck. And I can say that from my opinion, I'm not a big fan of Indiana. I know some people love the Midwest, love Indiana, like great place to live. That is not me. Um, Okay, but have you guys ever thought, you know, like, ooh, what if I was playing a game of GTA and wonder how many points that could be? Like, I wonder if I could, like, just get out of my car. This is a little psychotic. I am a little psychotic, but everybody thinks of this. And if you don't, maybe you are the, like, the actual psychotic. But you're thinking, like, wow, it could be really easy just to swerve my car to the right and, like, knock this person off their bike. Or, like, swerve to the left and create a complete chaos. And now I have eight cop cars chasing me and I have to drive to a beach and swim and get away from them. And then when you stop hearing the sirens, like, you're good. I should probably go play a game of GTA or something. I don't know. But I feel like that's something everyone goes through. Or you could be zoning out, which is actually worse because... You don't know what you do. So you drive from point A to point B. It's like all of a sudden you're at work and you miss the whole car ride. You don't know what happened. You don't know what songs were on. You don't know what podcast you're listening to. You have no idea if you like ran a red light or a stop sign. It's fucking terrible. Um, but it's so fucking easy to do, especially if it's a, like a short route. Dude, you're, <laughs> you're in and out. Um, that actually was, I feel like, so I don't know if this is an invention or if somebody just did this because they were bored, but when I was driving yesterday, there was a lady who had like a device or man, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the driver more as like what they had, but there was a car in front of me at a stoplight who looked like they had a device 
right next to their rear view mirror and it was playing some kind of show. I don't know what the show was. I don't know like if it was just like a newscast or a weather channel or yada, yada, yada. But it was a blonde woman talking. I don't know if that is a legal thing. I didn't see any cop cars around. I don't see like how, I don't see how that could be possible. I feel like that is the worst thing. Try, like imagine if it was an action movie. You will watch action movies. It takes your whole attention. Um, that could probably be the worst moment. Like if someone were to get in a car accident because of that person's driving, that is something I would never do. I know I hate driving. I hate like, I hate being distracted even more. If I go home and I have no idea how I got there, I start freaking out and then start looking around and be like, well, no one's, no one looks dead. Uh, there's no cop car that followed me home. Uh, I'm sound and safe and still living. I'm going to go inside and eat a churro. I don't know. But this person could have been watching The Bachelorette for all I know. There's a blonde woman talking. So maybe it was that. I don't, I can see what she was wearing, but I bet you it was a nice ass dress. Tomorrow is the next episode of The Bachelorette. And I'm ready for Tasha Adams to come in. I'm ready for her to find her own man, her own love. Um, I feel like Claire kind of has it. You know, she's been Dale up, she's been up Dale's ass since day one. Basically gave her a hug, told her hi, told her I'm excited for this season because now that I'm out of quarantine and can touch a woman again after two fucking months, I'm excited it is a blonde, beautiful woman who is older. So maybe he goes for the older girls. She's older than like everyone there. And I'm not saying it as like a, wow, she's the oldest one there kind of thing like that jackass is going to say probably tomorrow. I'm saying it as they should have got more men who are ready or in the same stage of life as she is. Because I've seen some 27, 28, I think there's a 26 year old on there. I said, there's no fucking way he's on the same level as her. because She's gone through way too much shit in her life. And she doesn't need a post frat boy coming in. Just fuck everything up. I don't know if she got rid of him. I am starting to pay attention to like the guys a little bit more just so I can like tell them the difference. Um, I think the only one I can tell the difference between is Brandon because he broke the rules. Uh, Dale, because he obviously is the leading man right now. And um, the boy band manager, I can't think of his name, but you see him and he looks, he looks like an older Ryan Seacrest in a way to me. I don't, I wonder, I think that's the guy who I'm thinking of. He looks like um, he was trying to style One Direction or something. Like, it's just what he does. Oh, and the lawyer, because he wears those, he looks like a frat man in the most respectful way. Like he looks like the guy who doesn't get in the fights, who raises the most money at charity events and is white collar. That's what he looks like. Not, I have to like keep apologizing, but like, I'm not gonna fucking apologize. It's just what he fucking looks like, okay? Um, But Dale is, as we all know, the party city man who could be whatever Claire wants. They just need to take them two out, have them go date and on their own and not waste the Bachelorette's money, time, not waste the audience time because I'm fucking over it. As soon as that happened, I was like, all right, now I see why this is going to end soon. 
and why they decided to bring Tasha. And it has nothing to do with COVID. It has to do with the fact that Claire should not be leading these other guys on. I, w- I don't want to say who doesn't want them. She obviously like cares for some, but I don't feel like it's any romantic level. I feel like it's more on a level of these are some really respectable guys who deserve finding a girl who are open and honest and well, not all of them, but some of them are probably, but they don't deserve to be led on on TV for us to watch and just feel sorry for it. They like, we need to like get ready to see them in Bachelor in Paradise and this is not preparing us for it. And it's not fair to the audience. We watch it not just because we love them, but because we love the drama and it's, one of the least dramatic seasons thus far. Um, and I see that, I see that as like, oh, like we're waiting for, you know, the switch to happen and whoever's gonna call her the oldest bachelorette. I don't give a fuck who says that. Obviously, whoever says that, like is, he's not there for Claire. He probably like auditioned to come on before Claire. I don't know. But I feel like it almost doesn't matter because it's not someone that we are um, deeply invested in because it's only been like two weeks and we're already over seeing her date all these guys, having them strip butt ass naked and walk home, which did happen. If you don't believe me or you haven't seen it, then you got to go watch episode two. I'm just over it. So what I've kind of done instead is that I have simultaneously, as in binge-watched, halfway through currently season two of Love Island UK. I didn't want to watch the American version. Not only was it because it wasn't the first one I saw, because it wasn't, but also because, well, they have fun accents, and I feel like it makes the show a little bit more interesting because they have a funny way of saying things, and the guys are kind of more... okay with their sexuality to do and say things that I feel like guys in America don't do, Um, which kind of makes them more attractive and more, um, more interesting than the men on The Bachelorette right now. So I am watching season two. I did not want to watch season one. I tried to watch it, but I didn't find the women or the men um, sexually attractive enough to be invested in watching it. Um, I recently learned that People come in and out uh, like a wildfire. I didn't realize that. I just found out recently because I'm on episode like 23 of season two and it looks like it's nowhere near the finale. Uh, Turns out there's like 43 episodes and I don't know how I feel about that because I'm worried that some of the people who I was rooting for and currently still are rooting for right now that they are not going to be there by the end. And that makes me very sad because of Terry and Malin her name has an accent in it. Like I can't say like Terry, I can say Terry, but like Malin, like her name is a full on accent. You have to have an accent to say it correctly or some shit. They need to get their shit together, figure out what the fuck is happening. I don't understand why one of them's way too sensitive. You're on a fucking show in a deserted place. Like you can only talk to the same 10 fucking people every day. It's going to get to you, but like Calm the fuck down. It's not that serious. You guys don't talk about your serious back home lives. You literally get mad over cutting a piece of toast. So figure your shit out. And I know this is from 2016. So I'm basically telling my TV um, that they need to figure their shit out before I go bananas. 
and find them on my own and play matchmaker. I have a passport and I will go to you. The reason I feel like the true reason that I continued watching is because I admire some of the girls asses on that show. It's not, I'm not going to say it's what inspired me to go to the gym, but it is very convenient that after I got my gym pass that I started watching the show and watching them working out like, oh yeah, like I'm going to, I'm going to have that pert little ass. I will tell you guys right now, my ass actually is my best feature. Um, and I don't say that because like I'm patting myself on the back. It's because I fucking know it. It's not my face and it's not my fucking mouth because I don't shut the fuck up. No guy actually wants to listen to me talk all the fucking time. That's why my boyfriend will literally tell me to shut the fuck up if I start talking too much. Um, but my ass basically is what attracts any guy uh, ever. Um, which is, I guess, a good thing because I don't want to scare, I never want to scare anyone away uh, fast enough, which I have definitely done in the past. But sometimes your ass in playing volleyball will attract the guy that you are currently dating. Cause what do you do in volleyball? Yes, squat down and you put your arms out so your boobs are kind of pushed up and your ass is like poked out. And even though all you can think about is getting the ball over the net to score a fucking point, the guy behind you is staring at your ass and lets the ball go over his head. Kind of pisses me off when he was 6'3", or when he lets it slant, like go like right in front of him, like at the ground, and he tells me he's too tall to get down. I said, no, the fuck you're not. Squat down, get as low on the ground, pick that ball up so I can spike it over. That somehow still attracted him. Like I said, my ass caught him first. For some reason, he just let whatever happened come out of my mouth just fall back because my ass was so great. I'm so proud of that moment because... I'm also very highly competitive, so a lot of shit comes out of my mouth when I'm playing games that's not attractive at all. This show, I'm halfway through season two. I kind of feel bad because I'm at the point where, um, uh, spoiler alert, actually, you know, it's from fucking 2016. You guys should have watched this already. I'm the one who's late to the game, okay? Miss Great Britain, the pageant winner, is on the show, and she currently just lost her title because she had sex with the guy on TV. I kind of feel like that's a little unfair. To be honest, um, I mean, what, what, not only like what did she expect, like that could have happened, you know, if she was with a guy um, for since the beginning and had sex versus having a one night stand. It was probably going to happen at some point because as I'm finding out, these people are on the show fucking forever. There's 43 fucking seasons. So it's probably like, I don't know how many weeks, but I kind of feel really bad. Um, one, in a way, it's because it happened with the guy that she's not even dating anymore or was even dating at all. It was literally a one night stand, like things just happen. But also because she did something that other, like any girl could do. It's not something like she went out and she robbed a bank and now she's a criminal or she did this and that's the most despicable thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, she didn't become the next Hannibal. She had sex. Boo fucking who. It's natural. It's literally how we're all on this earth. And she joined the show. Like it was probably, she's on the show for a fucking reason. She wants to find a boyfriend. And sometimes when you find a guy who's really attractive, uh, you end up having sex with him. 
And she was probably drunk. I don't know. I kind of like was doing something else while watching the episode. But who the fuck cares? I just had to get that out because I didn't even know I was going to talk about that. But literally just happened and she got really sad. I feel like if anything, she should not feel bad for having sex on the show. She should, she should feel bad because the guy that she is currently trying to attract basically wants nothing to do with her. She is whip, She's so far up his ass trying to get him to give her attention that I feel bad for her because he has not said this to her yet, which pisses me the fuck off because why wouldn't he fucking say it? Um, is that he has said to the camera that he was going to make up an excuse of her sleeping with the other guy that makes him feel uncomfortable that he doesn't want to pursue her anymore. That is bullshit. It is fucking wrong. Be honest with the fucking girl. You just don't like her. Okay? Like, you want to go pursue other girls. Tell her so she doesn't feel like she's being let on because that's exactly... You're the fucking Claire right now. You're leading her on because it makes you feel good and you don't want to be the shit who tells her to fuck off because you don't feel that for her. Stop it. Now that I've gotten that out, let me tell you how excited I am that I started weightlifting again. I have weightlifted. I have been weightlifting I have lift weights basically since I was an eighth grader, right after eighth grade. So I was, I don't want to say I was an athlete because I only played volleyball freshman year. And then for the rest of three years, I was on the dance team. So before high school, um, to prep the athletes, ah, I guess I'm just going to say to prep the athletes, we had to do like 9 a.m. weightlifting two or three times a week. I can't even remember. I was like 12 years old. Um, so I would weight lift two or three times a week in the summer, right before school. Freshman year, I had to lift weights for volleyball because I was on the volleyball team and I was doing all the other cardio. So I was like, you know, I was building, I was building my muscle. And even though I was on the dance team for the next three years, I didn't have to do after school weights like I did for volleyball. I had weights class um, two to three times a week during school where I um, I was like continuing to build my muscle. I felt great. Um, I did cardio for dance. I had my weightlifting during the day. I had my work from after like dance practice and stuff like I felt great. College, I continued to do that. My freshman roommate was great. She was more built than I am so she could scream at me when I try to slug off. And so I continued lifting weights, continued lifting weights sophomore year, kind of slowed down a little junior year. And then senior year was like blown out of the water. I have no time. I have so many shit going on in my, so much shit going on in my life um, where I was trying to graduate early and take more credits and have a job and be a sorority girl and film movies and short films and all this other stuff. Like I did not have time to go to the gym like I wanted to. So I haven't been um, to the gym in over a year. That to me is like the worst fucking thing ever because I was starting to lo lose like muscle tone. And even though my ass still looked okay, my arms kind of lost a little definition. My legs kind of lost a little definition. Um, my stomach area is fine because I have great metabolism still. Um, but 
I didn't want to continue losing what I had built for like the last 10 years, almost 10 years of my life. So I decided, uh, thanks to, courtesy to one of my best friends, he has a great membership at this one place. And so I decided to try it out. I got a free pass. I ended up liking it. It's not like one of those gyms where I could feel bad for not looking like the rest of the people who were working out. Um, there's people of all ages, all colors, races or whatever. Um, all muscle tone build. Like there are some people there who are like getting lean. There's some people building strength. There's some people just, you know, they could just want to stay in shape. Um, so I didn't feel like I was like being judged because I had to remember how to do certain things, which I was a little embarrassed about, but it all worked out because it, I ended up, I ended up, um, figuring my shit out. But I, I kind of left out on the gym. So this was like the perfect time to do this. Not only because they were doing a um, promotion, like it was like a dollar down and the other payments I, were, I was going to have to make wasn't going to be for like another month and then another two months. So like the yearly, um, the yearly payment and like the monthly payment or something like that. I don't but I literally only had to pay a dollar because I did it like two days after the monthly. So it actually will kept, catch up to me until next week or next month. Um, but because they are doing like they have, I end up getting the card that allows me to have a little bonuses and little extras that other people would not have unless they did this. And one of those things is having access to the hydro massage which I could use after my workout. I didn't even know, like I had no idea. I literally had to look it up. I didn't know what a hydro massage was. I didn't know if this one was someone like comes in and they rub you or whatever, or like you put your feet in water and it's like a massager or like butt rub or like something that has to do with the pedicure. I didn't know what it was. So I looked it up and I was, so fucking excited, let me tell you. I was like, after leg day, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna schedule, like I'm gonna put up my 10 minutes and like have like this workout. Like I felt like I was a protein filled badass who was like having this done. And that's actually kind of how I felt too. I ended up putting it on my snap and I felt really excited to just showcase the fact that I had access to a hydro massage for the first time ever. I made it seem like, oh yeah, like this is the shit, it's what I get, duh, 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 duh. And I probably looked like a fucking idiot, but I don't care. Um, there's more perks to this too. Like there's a relaxation zone. I can bring a friend if I wanted to. And then of course, like most gyms might have, I don't know, that's a lie. I, the only gym I've really like had was one for my school. This is the first time ever that I've gotten a membership at like an actual gym place that I have to drive to. Um, but it has tanning beds. There's like 10 rooms for tanning beds. Of course, like I don't, I don't wanna say of course, cause I have heard some black people do tan and I've never understood it, but I am naturally, naturally brown. I don't feel like I need it. I get tan in the summer when the sun comes out. Um, sometimes I might even get sunburned if it's like, a grueling sun or a very, very hot day and I'm out there for like six hours. It's happened before. It usually happens on my nose. It sucks because first time I had asked for aloe, I didn't know how to pronounce it and my sorority friends made fun of me. 
but I don't use tanning beds, not just because people say it causes skin cancer or it's uncomfortable or you know, you can get burned, da da da. It's because after somehow getting roped into watching a Final Destination movie, I don't even want to be near it. Like I walk by those rooms like wary. I am looking at my surroundings, making sure no one's gonna push me in, lock me in, turn it up to a thousand and leave me in there to fucking die. If you haven't seen Final that Final Destination movie, I don't know, I don't know which one it was. It could have been one, two, three, four, or five. It was probably one or two. Go watch either of those movies. Um, if you like scary movies, if you don't, it's basically like these two girls get trapped in a tanning bed and they die because they burn so bad and their skin basically stuck to the tanning bed. So with that in your mind, thank you for listening to my relaunch of my podcast, Adult Card. Please rate the show five stars on Apple. Follow the show on Spotify and Apple to never miss an episode. And follow me on Instagram at Adult Card to check out my Halloween costume. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm very excited. It's basically the best one I feel like I have ever had. And I've had some pretty good ones in the past. But I tried this one on and even though it cost me $50 during quarantine, I am highly excited to figure out where I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm going to have this costume for the next three years. And I feel like I'm going to be this costume for the next three years. And... I might like keep it on layaway, you know, bring it back in 10 years because with all my weightlifting and the um, criticism, criticism that I have for myself, it's going to fit me in 10 years or else I will be fucking pissed. Anyway, I am excited for this costume and I want you guys to follow me on Instagram. Like I said, it's at adult card and I will talk to you next episode. Yeah.